What's up, everybody? Um, it is Tuesday evening. We're going to let some people come in here. Uh, we're also going to uh, wait on Dr. Rogers to get in here. We're going to be answering questions uh, all evening. Uh, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's kind of an overcast day where I'm at. I am not sure how it is where you are. Hopefully, it's not quite as overcast. Um, but if you're with us live, um, say hello. We're going to be taking live questions in the second half of the show. Uh, we had a few come in during the week, uh, so we're going to get to those first, and uh, and then we're going to get with it. Hope everybody is doing well. Uh, we're going to let people kind of kind of come in here um, real quick. Shout out to the Tri Cities Dance with the Dancing with the Stars. Um, uh, we we ended up going uh, this past weekend to to that event, uh, supporting the Jeremiah School and and uh, and man, it was just a it was so much fun. Um, if you if you ended up going, uh, say hello in the comments. Uh, I'm sure you saw uh, me or or one of my family members on the on the dance floor. Um, but I, I I I just I had a really good time. They did a great job with the event. So shout out to. To, to Mike and Kim for putting on a, a, a great show there. Um, okay, we're going to go ahead. It seems Dr. Rogers is here. I'm going to bring him on. Dr. Rogers, what's going on, man? Hey, Ben. How are you? I am wonderful. Uh, this is our uh, this is our catch-up time, I feel like. It, you know, uh, we, we've both yeah. been yeah. Um, busy today, and, and this is our time to kind of Kind of catch up, chill out, answer some questions, and um, and hopefully uh, bring some value to the to the people here who are with us live. Um, so let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and get into the questions uh, that came in during the week. Um, and this first question makes a lot of sense. Uh, we put out um, we uh, had a, a couple different videos last week on peptides, and and I I knew this was going to come. I, I I can probably, um, it's safe to say, I, I think the office has probably dealt with, with this question as well this past week. Uh, what pe peptides are you using in the office right now? Um, yeah, the most common peptide we're using is called, of course, is Samoralin. Um, we've been using that for years. Um, and CJC 1295, we're using that one. Um, uh, that's the one with ipamorlin in it, and we can use tessamorlin. These are just different strengths of uh, growth hormone-promoting uh, factors. We have BPC-157. We use that for a lot of gut problems. Um, we use melanotan-2 um, for skin protection and tanning. Um, we have, what else, uh, beta-thymosin. Um, we're going to get a copper peptide. Um, is, is that something that you actually have in office, these peptides, or is that something you, we, we, we have to order them fresh. So, okay. uh, on order is what we do. So you do it on order so, and then they uh, come back and pick it up. Yeah. Yeah. Super cool. What's your thoughts on, on like where peptides are going out of curiosity? Do you think, do you I think mean, it's kind of the future really of a lot of things? Um, as far as aging goes, pain, gut health, um, you know, peptides are just a string of a shorter string of amino acids that um, act kind of like a signaler or messenger to turn on another 
part of your body that will produce something like an enzyme or a hormone usually. Um, but uh, yeah, they're pretty cool. Check us out. Look at uh, uh, Robin Riddle's podcast that she did with me on peptide. She's a, she's a really familiar with peptide use and is great at it. And it's going to bring a whole new spectrum to our practice, I think, when uh, we get it really rolling out. Um, yeah, I, I think peptides along with our IV therapies or IV cocktails or something that we do that's um, fairly unique um, in this area, at least. Yeah, I, I'm really excited about that. And, and for those who want to, uh, there she is. Hello, Robin. Robin's Robin's in the building. Uh, if you want to learn more about uh, about peptides, I, I'd really encourage you guys to go check out that video with Robin Riddle and and Dr. Roger, Dr. Rogers. They really did a good job explaining what they are. Um, they they talk about specific blends that they like. Um, how you can target different things. So super cool. Uh, Barbara, how you doing? Uh, we're going to get to your question here in a, in a minute. I can already tell that's going to be a fun one to talk about. Um, uh, if you're with us, guys, say hello. Say hello. Uh, if you got a question, go ahead and put those in the comments. Uh, this was a, a question we didn't quite get to last week. Um, what is your opinion about children getting the vaccine? Man, that's a loaded question, you know. Yeah. Um, um, just make sure I don't get shot after I say this or, you know, lead boots or something, but, uh, I wouldn't force the vaccines on children personally. I mean, you know, they're, you know, maybe kids that are at risk or maybe if they have to live with their elderly, um, at risk grandparents, maybe, um, you know, I just think that um, there's, a, you know, there's still a lot of unknown stuff about this vaccine. And um, if a kid gets COVID-19, there's a 99.997 survival rate. Um, and, and now, you know, there are some problems that they're having with myocarditis that they're finding about, um, especially in boys. So, um you know, it's one of those things that I would not force anybody, force a kid to get a vaccine. It's become, you know, quite a political deal and, and all that. Um, I can't understand why they're they're even thinking about giving it to younger kids. But, um, you know, the, the important point is stay healthy, keep your immune system going. And um, I think... Gosh, there's been so many people already vaccinated. It's been unbelievable. I think 180,000 Americans, maybe. I mean, million, 180 million um, Americans. And how many million have had COVID, which should give you even a better immunity, in my opinion, from getting COVID again. But, uh, you know, the, the vaccines are controversial. I don't blame anybody for getting a vaccine and i think it's your right not to get a vaccine um so both ways and, and there may be a lot of people that benefit from them and um certainly we on the we're on the downside of COVID. although i did treat a couple of patients with COVID um yesterday by telemedicine of course but um i look forward to, to taking my seminar it's been pushed back to uh, last of july on uh, treating long hauler uh, COVID patients. There's quite a few of them. And uh, hopefully we'll have more knowledge in another month about what helps them. But um, 
you know, so it's, it's just a, an interesting year. Um, I hope we're on the tail end of this thing and I hope we don't have to worry a lot about the Delta variant that's, um, you know, all in Europe and Asia and, uh, I think 20% here. So, um, they're saying that the vaccine uh, may have coverage against it. Um, that probably does. I mean, it's a matter of coverage versus not being sick enough to die from it. Um, you know, the, the vaccines don't prevent you from getting COVID necessarily, but hopefully it prevents you from getting real sick. So people at major risk uh, who don't get a side effect from the vaccine that doesn't kill them, um, they're, they're probably smart to get the vaccine. But um, the adverse events are certainly out there. I mean, we've never seen um, adverse events like this before. Um, certainly not with any flu vaccine or probably any vaccine that we've ever made. Um, even the ones, a lot of the ones that have been pulled off the market. So again, I'm not, I'm not an anti-vaxxer, um, but um, I don't think we should force it on everybody, especially kids or pregnant women. Um, so um, that's kind of my thoughts about it. That in Israel, I saw a report yesterday. Israel has the highest vaccination rate of any country. I think it's like 90%. And now the Delta strain is hitting them. And half the people that are getting the uh, COVID in, in Israel now have had the vaccine. They're fully vaccinated. They're still getting the, the Delta variant. But hopefully, maybe we'll keep them uh, dying of it. So there's still so much to be learned. You know, it's early. It's early and, you know, hopefully with the vaccinations and the um, the ones that have already had COVID did well with it. Um, we'll have the herd immunity that we're looking for, but, uh, certainly in the meantime, uh, whether you get the vaccine or not, take your vitamins, especially D, C, zinc, um, quercetin's a good one. Um, get your sleep, keep your stress levels down, exercise, go out in the sun. Um, and uh, look at your hormones, too. You know, we did a little podcast a couple of weeks ago about how 90 percent of men that had to be hospitalized with COVID had very low testosterone levels. So it's another reason to get your T level checked, in my opinion. Um, so that's been confirmed through several studies. Um, but uh, so hopefully we're, we're kind of on the tail end of it. We're not out of the woods yet because we're still seeing some but um, controversial. So make your own mind up, you know, and feel comfortable with what you do. And certainly don't don't chastise somebody if they don't want to get the vaccine. And um, and if you don't like the vaccine, don't chastise somebody for getting it. Um, you know, a lot of families have been every day somebody comes in and, and says, well, I can't, you know, can't visit my my grandchildren in Michigan because they won't let us because we don't want to take the vaccine. So it's really a tough situation. It's 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 certainly interesting, and and I, I'm like you. I'm very hopeful that that we are on the uh, the the tail end of this, and and uh, like you said, it, you're still seeing seeing you know a little bit of it in office, but uh, a lot less than than a few months ago, and certainly a, a year ago. So we're we're hopeful. I'm um, gonna welcome everybody who who's just joining us. Um, this is the live Q and A show with Dr. Rogers. Um, we are taking uh, health and wellness questions tonight. This is our favorite favorite night of the week. Every Tuesday we do this. Uh, we get to hang out 
for those of you who don't know, this is my dad, so we get to have a little, little FaceTime interaction here. Um, so if you do have a question for Doc, go ahead and put that in the, in the comments. Um, we're going to get to that here in a second. We're almost to the 15-minute mark where we start to take those live questions. So welcome, everybody. Thank you so much for being here. Um, here's one that, that came in uh, today, actually. Um, does taking a SSRI like sertraline cause night sweats, specifically from the waist down? What's your thoughts on this? Yeah, you pronounce that right for a time, Ben. Sertraline, which is Zoloft. Uh, <laughs> Brand name, uh, it's an SSRI, uh, selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor, which increases your serotonin, those feel-good hormones in your synapses. So certainly a medicine we've been using for years for depression. Um, yeah, I've seen it cause night sweats, without a doubt. Um, you know, um, from the waist down, that's a little unusual. I don't know why it would do that. But um, the one that I see a lot of sweating with is probably more Wellbutrin, which it really is not even an SSRI. But, um, yeah, you can certainly, I mean, if you start taking Zoloft and you start sweating from the waist down, that's probably what did it. So stop it and see if it goes away and maybe try another one. Um, you know, it's, it's odd that some people respond to an antidepressant really well and, um, they can switch off to a different one like Prozac or Celexa, Paxil, uh, Effexor, um, some of those, and they won't have a side effect. Back, you know, we've done a lot of DNA testing for um, uh, reactions to medicines, and um, sometimes you'll you'll find your DNA doesn't match up with something like Zoloft, but it matches up great with another one. So. Um, yeah, certainly could. So stop taking it. Or if you've been on for a long time, wean off of it. But um, or talk to your doctor about it again. It's hard for me to give medical advice uh, over the Zoom like this. So um, I'll certainly speak to your doctor because I don't know your particular situation. But um, it definitely could cause some night sweats. Could be something else, too. Super interesting. Like hormones. Like hormones. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, Absolutely. Well, thank you for that, Doc. And um, that does it for the questions that came in uh, throughout the week. Uh, so we're going to dive into the comments here. Uh, Anna, thank you for being here. Always good seeing you in the comments. Terry, uh, thank you for, for listening to the podcast. We, uh, we really appreciate that. It's something that we uh, work hard on every single week. Uh, today, our Performance Weekly came out with a uh, a whole slew of uh, podcasts and videos. Uh, to find all those, you can check out the uh, check out the YouTube channel. Um, it's kind of a library of uh, health and wellness content. Deborah, what's going on? Thank you for being here. Uh, if you guys have questions, go ahead and go ahead and put them in there. We're going to get to every single one tonight. Like I said, it's a little overcast. So we're not uh, we're not super um anxious to get off here like uh you know on a on a beautiful night where i know it's, it's beautiful it's beautiful here in johnson city man. It, <laughs> is it really yeah it's gorgeous yeah i i'm staring out my my window right now and it is it's not well, like it's not a beautiful night i'm i'm in Knoxville, which means it's headed our way so <laughs> so maybe so maybe you are needing to get off here get your walk in real quick um, okay, we're going to get to Barbara's question here. Uh, appreciate that, Barbara. Uh, Barbara asked, what's your thoughts on supper beets or super beets? You, you might have to correct me on that, Doc. 
probably not supper beets. It's probably super beets. Super beets. Yeah, beets are great. I take a little beet uh, extract uh, supplement every day. I, I think it's really good for a bunch of stuff, um, especially for prevention of heart disease, hypertension, maybe cancer. Uh, it's a good anti-inflammatory. So I do like. I take. I certainly take one, and I recommend it. Um, I think it's good. What is that for? Out of curiosity, what would you take a a beet for? Um, just the things that I mentioned. Um, it's a great anti-inflammatory. It protects your heart. It helps your blood pressure. Um, it's just a really good nutrient, to be honest with you. Um, if that explains it well enough. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm, off the top of my head, but yeah. Is there any anything else like that that you're taking right now that? that people not, might not expect? Because uh, I had no idea you are taking a super beat. Yeah. Um, of course, I take a little, I'll take a little uh, polycosinol, which uh, is good for hardening the arteries. Um, I take, well, I'll take a lot of stuff. I take um, Lion's Mane uh, tablet, which is a, a beneficial mushroom tablet. Um, I take PQQ, AMPK, NR, nicotinamide riboside, uh, which is a precursor to NAD+. Um, so what else weird do I take? Uh, EDTA, you know, kind of yeah, we, a natural we, we, chelator. We've talked about EDTA talked about quite a bit. So I take a lot of supplements, you know. Maybe it's what, overkill, but, you know. What is the riboside? I'm old. I need, I, I, I'm old. I need that kind of stuff. Um, nicotinamide riboside is, it's kind of a variant of niacin. It's really kind of like non-flush niacin, but it's a really good anti-aging, uh, uh, supplement that you can take that kind of turns into NAD plus that, um, is one of those pathways that leads to better ox, you know, oxidation, anti-aging type things. Um, uh, I'll take astragalus, uh, which is a pretty good little anti-aging supplement they think may lengthen your telomeres. And you know, when you read about all this stuff and it's available, you tend to start taking a lot of it. I, I was gonna. I, I got to do, do everything I can. You know. I was getting ready to ask you about telomeres because uh, it's not it's something we don't really talk about, but you know, we've we've been to a couple of those conferences together, and and it seems like telomeres is is such a big topic. Uh, trying to uh, lengthen them, which, you know, correlates with, with healthy aging. Do you focus at all on telomeres? Well, I've, I've checked mine before. There is a special test you can get to check and see how, how long they are. It kind of predicts how long you may live. But uh, for my age, mine, mine were good. But uh, there's a, another medicine you can take it's it's really a supplement called ta65 it's real expensive it's made with a special type of astragalus so um, that's supposed to lengthen your telomeres but uh, it's just so expensive I don't, I don't take it you know but um uh but yeah i mean it's kinda, yeah, you do everything you can it's interesting um okay so we got a, a few more questions here I'll remind everybody we're go, we're gonna stay on for a little bit longer. If you guys have questions, go ahead and put them in, uh, or if you just want to say hi, uh, say hello. We 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 appreciate that. Um, Brandy asks, "What are your thoughts about Reiki therapy?" Uh, hi from me and Chad. Hello. Hey, how you guys doing? 
some of my favorites. Um, yeah, you know, I don't exactly know how it works, really. Um, it, it's some it's tied in with the energy therapy. I know a lot of massage therapists do it and all. And, uh, I don't know how it works. I'm certainly not against it. I've never had it done on me, but uh, you can certainly try it. And, um, but uh, Brandy's always up for something new like that. And, you know, I know you love essential oils, and I do too. I love essential oils. Peppermint's my favorite one now. You know, I got I got bit by a few mosquitoes the other night, and I just dabbed some peppermint oil on, and man, it, the itching went right away. So it was great. It, it, uh, if you guys, Randy, have- let me let me know if you go ahead and get. Let me know how it it works for you and all. And apparently, it relaxes you a lot too. But um, I don't understand how it works. I, you know, I think a lot of things in this world, we don't understand why it works, but, um, I've heard, I've heard good things about it. Um, Brandon, if you do end up uh, trying it, let us, let us know. Uh, that's super fascinating. And also very outside the box. So if you know anybody who, um, who does Reiki therapy, I would love to get them on outside the box, our, our podcast, uh, always interested in learning about new things. And if, uh, if you guys want to learn about essential oils, we did an amazing podcast episode on essential oils. We went through, uh, a, a whole lot of them. And I went into the, to the interview, not knowing much at all about them and, and, and left it feeling like I knew exactly how they work. So, uh, so it was a really cool one. Um, all right. Deborah asks, Oh, <laughs> sorry, Brandy. Uh, wrong one. Um, let's see. Deborah asks. Yeah. What is what is a good supplement to lower cholesterol? It's a great question. Um, my favorite supplement is the bergamot to lower cholesterol. Well, I will say no. Probably niacin is my favorite supplement to uh, lower cholesterol. Vitamin B three, and um, the problem with niacin is, and the non-flush niacin won't work to lower your cholesterol. So you got to get the real stuff. Um, the problem is it flushes about everybody. So there's a strategy. I order hundred milligram tablets of it and you take it at night with uh, a baby aspirin. And so it won't cause so much flushing and you start at a hundred milligram. If you go buy the stuff over the counter, it's going to be 500 milligram. You'll take one pill. You'll think you need to go to the emergency room because you think you're having an allergic reaction because your skin, your skin flushes and you feel terrible. So start at 100 milligram with at night. So hopefully you sleep through the flush, but the aspirin helps, which you should probably take an aspirin anyway. And then work your way up by 100 milligram every four nights to get to a gram. Sometimes I go to two grams. But uh, so nice is my favorite uh, for lowering cholesterol. It raises your HDL as well, which is something that statins don't do. And then bergamot. Um, is, is a good one too for lowering your cholesterol. Um, those are probably my favorite, my favorite too. That's really and you know Reggie's Reggie's rice, which is kind of a natural statin. Um, a lot of people like that. The quality control sometimes is tough on that. You don't know exactly how much you're getting, but and certainly if you do take Reggie's rice, take some CoQ10 with it because it is kind of a natural statin, um, but it's less potent. So are you saying, so like CoQ10 is a, is somewhat of a natural statin? No, CoQ10 and uh, the red yeast rice is. Got it. Got it. Which can deplete your CoQ10. I saw a patient today that um, they were on a statin and they actually needed a statin because they'd had a stent procedure because there are some anti-inflammatory effects to statins, but 
So I'm not against them, you know, but um, I don't throw everybody on them like a lot of doctors do, but because I certainly can cause a lot of side effects. And a lot of people don't need them. You have to really dive into your particle size, your LDL, et cetera. But um, I had a guy today, he needed statin because um, his, he had a stent. And so I checked his, his um, cholesterol. It was 90. His total cholesterol was 90 and his LDL was 30. He was on 80 milligrams of Lipitor um, by the cardiologist, which is just way too much. He felt terrible. Um, so I immediately lowered it to a, really, a lot lower dose. Um, he needs a protection probably, but doesn't, he doesn't need to get his cholesterol down to 90 with an LDL 30. and never make any of his hormones and he'll feel like crap, and he does. So um, hopefully it will help him out with that. It, it depleted his CoQ10 as well, even though he was on CoQ10. You need a much higher dose. So um, you can certainly get your cholesterol too low. It's, it's funny. You, you had a, a really cool quote. Um, and we, we did a, a, a video on, on the cash only practice. And you, you said that um, the first half of your career was spent putting people on medicines. And the second half of your careers has been getting people off medicines that they don't need. And I, I found that to be really interesting. You know, it's just, it's a totally different mindset. Yeah. And remember, you're like talking about the cholesterol, your hormones like testosterone and estradiol, like progesterone, it comes directly from cholesterol. That's how it's made on that steroid pathway. So if you don't have any cholesterol, you're not going to have any hormones either. Hmm. You're going to get brittle and your brain's not going to work as good. You're going to have an increased risk of dementia. So you got to kind of be careful about over medicating people. All right, we're going to get to some live questions here. If you have some, just put them in the comments there. Uh, always love it when Jessica's here. Uh, Jessica says Reiki works on the chakras. Uh, I'm super fascinated in, in, in that, Jessica, so thank you for uh, putting that in there. Uh, Katie's here, our operations manager. I call her the performance medicine Google. If you have any performance medicine questions, she is your woman. Katie, thank you for being here. Um, always love it when the team is 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 in these lives uh, it just it, it makes me smile so good to see you katie um carol has a question what's up janet we'll get to you mark what's going on man we'll get to you um carol asks, what time of day do you take your vitamins and supplements many say to take them with the meal that's a great question yeah i take most of mine with a meal for sure especially the fat soluble vitamins but uh you could take c on an empty stomach if you wanted but You'll find that some of them upset, upset your stomach, especially zinc and some of those. So because I do intermittent fasting, I take half of mine with lunch and half with dinner. So um, and then magnesium, of course, on an empty stomach at night, along with melatonin. Um, so uh, you, you spread yours I out. I, I've noticed that you you'll you'll tend to not take them all at once. Uh, you kind of spread them out throughout. Of course, you're you're taking uh a a a pretty large amount of vitamins daily so so it wouldn't make much sense to take them all at once yeah work your way in gradually you know yeah never add two at once you don't feel good you don't know which one did it so with medicines or supplements always do one at a time so i like that and most of them i like with food so is except vitamin c and some of them you you don't want on an empty stomach am i right yeah, most of them, especially the fat soluble, you certainly don't want one that way. So most of them you're going to take with meals. 
All right. Thank you for that, Carol. Uh, Janet, what's going on? Uh, she asks, what are your thoughts on treating chronic IBS with, I'm going to try it, Diflucan? Is that right? Yeah, Diflucan. Yeah, it's, it's a, uh, a pill, a prescription medicine for yeast. And yeah, a lot of times I'll try it, you know, just to see. Um, but even better, I've, I'm running a, a test called the GI map which is a stool test you send in and it'll tell you if you got yeast overgrowth of your gut. Um, so I, I bet I, I handed out five of those things today. Um, and they're pretty interesting. So certainly you could empirically, I've done that empirically, you know, uh, it's not going to hurt you if you treat longer than a month and you can start checking liver function, et cetera. But, um, but yeah, um, you can, you can do that. You certainly can. Just like you can, empirically treat rheumatoid arthritis um, with or almost any autoimmune disease with doxycycline and see if it helps it. Uh, the, the GI map is, is, is super fascinating. We've been uh, talking about that more, uh, more lately. Um, and I think we'll do, a pod, we'll do a podcast on that soon. Yeah, I think that's it. That's important. Um, I know, I know Andy and Robin were, were, um, we're talking quite a bit about that in office. Um, okay, let's go to Mark here. Mark, what's going on? I always love it when you're here. Uh, you make us smarter. Uh, the FDA has recalled nine different hand sanitizers due to the presence of methanol, wood alcohol, benzene, and acetaldehyde. As an avid sanitizer user, what alternative will you would you use? I don't think you pronounced that last one. Right. We're going <laughs> to skip it. But uh, Mark's not going to anyway. judge me. I just like, be honest with you, soap and water are the best place to clean your hands. You know, I'm always cleaning my hands with soap and water in the office. And that's the absolute best way. Certainly all the other stuff, it's kind of, you know, there are a lot of bad stuff in those for sure. Um, they're absorbed into your system for sure. You know, I need to check out at, at some of the places like Earth Fair and stuff. Yeah. I'm sure they have some stuff that's probably little safer i'm trying to i just can't off the top of my head recall what are you looking for in terms of like because i've seen some i've been to like some very natural health food stores and they have some some more natural hand sanitizers and they 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 emphasize something and i forget what it is um are you looking for more ethanol or something is that ethanol is that gas no no that's gas no (laughs) You kind of want to stay away from the petroleum products, you know, like benzene. Uh, yeah, it's tough. Soap and water is yeah. the best way, you know. Um, Soap and water is a little more difficult, not as convenient. Um, but I guess it's guess it's the, the only thing here. Um, I'm just going to put this up because I think um, Brandy makes a good, good uh, statement here. Um, so an empty – she's been taking it on an empty stomach – yeah, I, I, I take my magnesium with, with a little food at night, so hopefully that. Well, if you do intermittent fasting, you shouldn't be eating at night anyway. You, know, you shouldn't be eating at night. So would you suggest that she takes it on an empty stomach? Yeah. Oh. I, would, I, would, I don't think it'll bother your stomach. Again, if you take too much magnesium, you get loose stools from it. That's kind of how to know if you're overloaded with magnesium. But, um, yeah, try it. Try it. Well, guys, that that looks like it it's it does it for the for the live questions. Um, man, this has been so much fun. We really do appreciate the the interaction. We appreciate you guys uh, hanging out with us every Tuesday. 
we will be back uh, next Tuesday uh, at around 7 p.m. on Facebook and YouTube. Uh, if you have a question or if we did not get to your question tonight, uh, go ahead and email me. I'm going to be checking my email tonight as well as our direct messages to, to plan for next week. So uh, info at performancemedicine.net or ben at performancemedicine.net. Uh, you can send questions in there or you can direct message our Facebook page or Instagram page. Uh, if you guys haven't, go to the YouTube channel, Performance Medicine. All of our stuff is there. If there is a video we've put out, it is on that channel. Um, th today we put out another, I think, three videos. Um, this week's Common Sense MD was on uh, asymptomatic cancer screening, um, which is super important. The most important thing there is getting the right test at the right time. And Dr. Rogers does a good job of explaining all of that in this week's Common Sense MD. So I encourage everybody to go check that out. Uh, we love you guys. Dr. Rogers, thanks so much. Appreciate the time. Go, thanks, go, Ben. Go, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you. Go get yourself a walk-in. I'm going to yeah. do the same. Uh, guys, that is it for us. We love you. We'll see you all next time, okay? Don't go away. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, please share the podcast with your friends. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Uh, we will see you guys next time.